service excellence is a top priority at Doctors Hospital. Part of our commitment to the community is to offer important information and education. That's why we're proud to present the Doctors Hospital Health News Podcast Series. Here's Melanie Cole. Diabetes is a growing problem in the United States. In fact, according to the American Diabetes Association, Almost 25 million children and adults have type 2 diabetes. If you're told that you have prediabetes or full-blown diabetes, there are some very important steps you can take to manage your condition and take control of your health. My guest today is Dr. Eloy Zamoran. He's a family medicine physician and a member of the medical staff at Doctors Hospital of Laredo. Welcome to the show, Dr. Zamoran. So I'd like to first ask you, what is type 2 diabetes. It used to be called adult onset, but now you're seeing it even in children. What exactly is it and who is most at risk? Thank you, Melanie. <clears throat> type 2 diabetes is the lack of control of the sugar level by our body. And uh, the type 2 diabetes is uh, called in this way because like a difference from type 1, type 2 diabetes patient has their pancreas releasing insulin, but this insulin is not enough to control the diabetes, and uh, there are contributing factors to that. But in general, this is the main difference between both of them. And who is at risk for this type of diabetes? The main cause of type 2 diabetes is overweight. That's one of the first causes, and that can start happening at a very early age in life. So overweight is a first factor. There are some people, not a lot, 20%, who is not overweight, but nevertheless, they are already eating more than what they really need. But in the bottom line is overweight. Would somebody know, are there some symptoms that they might experience if they are pre-diabetic or have diabetes? How would they know? And that's a very interesting question because that starts happening at a very early age. And this is classic to see in young children when they are uh, already chubby and they are very hungry and they are eating all the time. So if you have a child who is eating all the time and hungry all the time, even though uh, he or she already had a good meal and is already asking for more, that's a wake-up call. That kid needs to be checked because it's very likely that the diabetes or pre-diabetes is starting already. Not to tell in adults, which is the same situation, people start uh, uh, being hungrier than normal and uh, hungry all the time and eating frequent. So that that is one of the first uh, symptoms a patient can have. Other symptoms, when the diabetes is is already uh, ongoing, people start having problems to urinate a lot. They urinate frequently. They are very thirsty because the high levels of sugar causes a call it uh, dehydration. The, pe- the body needs more uh, water to control uh, the feeling of the very concentrated sugar in their bloodstream. Um, people start uh, having, uh, as I said before, overweight. So all are, in general, the very first signs. Would this be something, Dr. Zamron, that people would know when they get their annual physical and they have a blood test? Is there anything in the blood test that would signal to a doctor, hey, this is prediabetes or diabetes, and we need to start looking at this condition? Definitely. One of the tests that uh, shows a very early chances of, of the body already having problems to control the sugar is the creatinine level. A low 
serum creatinine is a way the body starts responding, trying to fight the high levels of sugar. And this is even before the patient has already his or her sugar higher than normal. Of course, there are other tests. Once the diabetes is already set, the high sugar levels and then uh, uh, insulin levels can be checked also, and those uh, can be checked um, before the sugar is high. In cases with prediabetes, insulin and another test called P-peptide is also a test that can help us to determine the prediabetic condition as well. If someone is diagnosed as pre-diabetic or you tell them that they have diabetes, what is the first line of defense, Dr. Zamoran? What do you tell them that they have to do right away to start controlling and managing some of those symptoms? Definitely. If a person is a young person, meaning less than 40 years of age, diet, that's a plus. That's a a base uh, that everyone should do. And of course, when a person starts dieting, they may start having symptoms. And the person needs to be aware of those symptoms so that they won't get scared. Uh, the other thing is exercise, and uh, which is also, also a very, very important part in a young population. After 40 years of age, then a person can uh, need medications. And that's a, a, another uh, step that is very important, depending on how bad the diabetes is already by the time it's detected is the type of medications that will be needed uh, along with diet and exercise as well. Before we get into some of those medications, what are some complications to poorly controlled diabetes? Or if someone does not find it, what are some things that they might look to eye health or foot health? Are there some things you like them to watch out for? Yes, definitely. One of the things that the patient can uh, notice themselves before they are checked in with the doctors. Sadly, these symptoms are already late in the disease. But if the, the, the patient or the person has a relative that already has one of these symptoms, uh, it's urgent to check with the doctor. Uh, it's very uh, sad to see a patient in the office when I am checking their feet, and then all of a sudden I find a, 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 a nail or a tag, and the patient never felt it. Why? Because it's already very advanced in the, the disease where the uh, sensation in their skin is gone. So they don't feel injuries. They don't feel infections. They don't feel wounds in their feet. But besides those uh, complications, it's very sad that the uh, complications that uh, can be detected in a patient for the first time when they, uh, diabetes is discovered is uh, heart attacks. Sadly, very, very late in the disease. Other ones is the strokes, same thing. And uh, other ones is kidney problems where their kidneys start failing. And because of that, the toxics that the, kid- the kidneys should get rid of accumulates in the body and start causing effects that prompts the patient to, see, to seek medical attention. And again, it's already late because the kidneys are already failing. People hear the word insulin and they think of those pictures of people giving themselves insulin shots. Tell us about type 2 diabetes and what oral medications might be available before they would have to resort to insulin shots. Definitely, besides diet and exercise, medications nowadays are very helpful. Those medications uh, does not cause too much uh, side effects. Uh, There are some medications that, that the doctor can consider necessary 
that may lower the sugar level a lot, but there are others that do not do that too much in a more gradual way so that the patient will not have too many hypoglycemic symptoms and be able to control it. Remember, the diabetes is a chronic disease, and it's not possible to uh, treat it in one or two visits. It's going to need several visits until the diabetes is controlled. And then after that, regular visits, either one every month or every three months or, or every six months, according to the patient's need. In just the last few minutes, Dr. Zamoran, what should people who've been diagnosed with prediabetes or full-blown diabetes think about to manage their symptoms? What is the most important thing you want them to know about this condition? I work a lot with my patients <clears throat> with diet and exercise. The young ones are the, uh, the ones that I uh, encourage this more. When people is uh, already uh, beyond 40 or 50 years of age, then exercise uh, might be more difficult for them. So medications is the, the next thing to do, going into insulin, depending on, on every case, and uh, proceeding with the further treatments uh, according to their needs and if there's any other complications. But uh, definitely the most important thing is to be compliant with the treatment. Compliance is something that is very difficult because uh, it's, a, it's a chronic disease. It's not like an appendicitis that you remove the a sick or ill appendix and the problem is gone. No, this needs uh, persistence, this, this needs discipline, and that is something that the patient and the doctor needs to work very hard on. And why should they come to Doctors Hospital of Laredo for their care? The blood tests that are needed, the studies that are needed, and the rest of the follow-up is an excellent uh, source for me and for my patients because the service is excellent and the communication, which is very important, is ideal so that the care of the patient will continue. Thank you so much, Dr. Zamoran, for being with us today. You're listening to Doctors Hospital Health News with Doctors Hospital of Laredo. For more information, you can go to IChooseDoctorsHospital.com. That's IChooseDoctorsHospital.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Doctors Hospital of Laredo. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. Doctors Hospital of Laredo is directly or indirectly owned by a partnership that includes physician owners, including certain members of the hospital medical staff. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.